Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. She was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. Well, Hello and welcome to season two of the Let's Talk Wrestling podcast. I've got some exciting new features and additions in the works that I cannot wait to share with you all. I will be launching an interactive Let's Talk Wrestling website along with some merch and much, much more. So stay tuned for this exciting second season. As always, I'm your host, Kelby Bachman. And today, Wednesday, November 2nd, is a really special Wrestling Wednesday for me and for the podcast. I created and launched my very first episode this exact same day last year in 2021. Did that walkout song you just heard sound familiar? It should, because All Star by Smash Mouth was the walkout song of my very first guest in season one, and I'm delighted to have him back as my first guest on season two of the Let's Talk Wrestling podcast, Eric Schultz. Eric recently finished up his college career at the University of Nebraska with a seventh place finish at the NCAA tournament, earning his first All-American status. During this episode, we catch up with what he's up to now, what it meant for him to go out on the podium, his recent engagement, and what his family is up to. I'm so proud of Eric and everything he's accomplished. Watching him advance and grow over the past year has been really special to me. So please sit back, relax, and enjoy Eric Schultz. Well, my older sister, she just got a job, first job, and it's in Chicago. She's kind of dating this guy in California, so she was uh, trying to get a job out there. Mm-hmm. It d- didn't happen that way. So Is this Jillian? Hannah. Hannah, okay. Yeah. So she got her first job, so that's pretty good, good for her. And then Jillian just graduated from Fresno State, nice. but with... With her red shirt, she has an additional year of eligibility, so she's going to do one more year at Fresno State. Mm -hmm. And then Riley is her senior year at Umsel, Missouri, St. Louis, Missouri, Mm -hmm. and uh, softball right there. So she's got her last year. And Mm -hmm. then Madeline just finished her freshman year at Marist College in New York. She, She finished up, I think, Second team or honorable mention All American. Stud. I don't. Uh, I don't know which one. So she'll probably be mad at me for that. But uh, <laughs> she's just transferring to Azusa Pacific in California. I'm not sure where that's at, but I know it's by the coast. Actually, I don't really know, but <laughs> it's somewhere in California. And uh, and then the last one, Ava. She just started high school this week. She just started swim practices. Yeah. What? So she's a freshman. Yeah, freshman at old Tinley Park High Tinley School. Park. Shout out. <laughs> Tinley Park, you were there recently doing a camp, weren't you? Yeah. Well, I didn't do the camp at Tinley Park because um, my dad is a teacher and a coach at Richards Oak Lawn, and that's in the same conference. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just figured. On us, my dad, like, he can help me out. I can help him out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I held it at his high school, which is only about, like, 20 minutes from my house. So mm-hmm. it's not bad. Got to go home. Were you the only one? I thought, was Ridge there? or was no, Liam? Liam. Liam Cronin. Yeah, he came with me. Yeah. Yeah, we had a good time. Went to a Sox game, too. Yeah. Oh. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm a Cubs fan, so. Oh, so am I. <laughs> really? But uh, the train goes for like from my hometown mm-hmm. right next to the Sox Stadium. Really? Yeah, so all you got to do is get off the train and you go across like a, some bridge across mm-hmm. the street. I, I don't know which street it is. And then you're right at the stadium. Is Tinley Park more south yeah, then? Yeah, south suburb. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So like a lot of people around me are Sox fans. Yeah. Uh, I just kind of happened to have some uncles, family members that were Cubs fans. Uh-huh. So it kind of just made me a Cubs fan. Yeah. Yeah, because my, my aunt lives in Oak Park, which is... Northern. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my parents were just there this past weekend. In Oak Park? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because isn't the the public school Oak Park River Forest? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I did some training out there. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they've had they've had some tough kids come through. Yeah, especially when I was in high school. I think they were ranked number one in the country. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they were... I think so, too. They were absolutely stacked. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm going for Riot Fest next month. Oh, you are? Yeah, have you ever been to Riot Fest? No. No? But uh, I've heard a lot of good things. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> That'll be awesome. Yes. I'm pumped. Um, I think the big question on everyone's mind is, uh, what cereal have you eaten lately? I've been, I got so many questions and talks about the cereal. The cereal uh, guy. The last one I've had is, well, there's two, but the last one I had that was kind of crazy was uh cinnamon toast graham cracker crunch <laughs> or, or so, something along those lines it and sounds like it'd be a good combination yeah i mean it was all right i i don't think it has anything on the og cinnamon toast crunch but uh it, i mean it was all right and then the other one was uh kind of a joke from my sister madeline she picked me up a box of pokemon cereal <laughs> 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 yeah it, it was it was funny we got a kick out of it but that was all right too. Kind of, kind of tasted like tricks with marshmallows. Oh, so the the Pokemon has marshmallows in it? Yeah, it does. Yep. I like I like the marshmallows. Oh, cereal. they add such such a nice little flavor. Right. It's just like a hint of sugar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the one thing I need about my cereal is more sugar. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. So a lot has kind of happened since the last time we talked. Um, you're an all American. Yeah, that happened. Yeah, yeah, that kind of happened. Uh, how does that sound, Eric Schultz, All American? Uh, it sounds really good. Yeah, yeah kind of everything I dreamed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, um, it was a tough road. Tough road. Yeah, yeah. Some yeah. ups and downs. Yeah. How do you? How'd you ride that wave? You know, you got to the quarters where you got beat by Warner, who you kind of had his number, and then I thought I did. Mm-hmm. I thought that <laughs> match was in the bag. Yeah. But. Uh, Obviously, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. So that was really tough. Yeah. Because then you had to bounce back that night and wrestle again. Yep. Um, Tall American. Yep. I mean. uh, wrestled the Virginia kid, J-I-L-O. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm like two and one against him. Mm-hmm. So I was a little nervous. And uh, which actually helped was uh, our one of our coaches, Tervell. He like... It was like right after the Iowa match. Like I was putting my clothes back on. Like some coaches were like kind of like slapping me on the back, just telling me like keep my head up, like mm-hmm. get the focus on the next one, blah blah blah. And he like came over and he grabbed me, like by both shoulders, and he was like, "Hey," <laughs> and I didn't say anything. He was like, "Hey, look at me in the eyes." Mm-hmm. And then I looked at him and he like snapped me out of it really good, and he got me focused for the next match, which I really appreciated. Mm-hmm. That helped a lot, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, you haven't been in this position before, round of 12. Isn't that your first time being in the round of 12? Yeah. I mean, they call it the blood round for a reason. Oh, yeah. 
it was I mean, uh, it was emotional. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, yeah, that tournament is so like you said, emotional, the ups and downs, and then you had to wrestle again and you get beat, but you're still an All American, seventh yeah. place. You go out on top. Yeah. Wrestling seventh. It was good too. Yeah. It just. Yeah, it was some some good times. Was your whole family there? No, but. Two of my sisters and my mom, they made it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because probably one of them was doing uh, water polo still. Were they still in season? Uh, th- well, three of them, yeah, because, oh. like, Ma- Madeline at Marist and then Jillian at Fresno mm-hmm. and Riley softball is spring sport. Mm-hmm. So she was at Umsel. All three of them were in season or, like, <laughs> just started season. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot the one place. Yeah, softball. She played softball at Umsel. Is that how it is? Yep, St. Louis, Missouri. Nice. Yeah. And then you wrestle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think we established the first time we talked that you can tread water longer than them. I Or you can beat them in I a can, 25. I can beat them in a 25 for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, especially right now, I think most of them are a little out of shape. Mm-hmm. And uh, you give me just that 25, just one time, <laughs> one lap straight down. Mm-hmm. No flip turns, like nothing. <laughs> uh, I can beat them in that right there. Yeah. But uh, anything longer than that, or if we switch the styles up, mm-hmm. they might they might beat me in uh, you know breaststroke, backstroke, or f- yeah. butterfly freestyles where I where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Right freestyle, there. just like freestyle wrestling. I saw um, Burgers going to Penn. Yeah, I know. I tried talking to him into coming to Lincoln. Yeah. Well, I saw you post on Instagram that you were asking if they need a ninety. 90- Two kilograms. Oh, uh, no. Nah, you going to Ben? No. <laughs> okay. I was just messing around with them. Okay. Trying to get a laugh. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there were a few people, though, that DM me about, like, don't go, don't go. And uh, yeah, I was just like, no, nah, I'm just joking. <laughs> I think they're at their cap. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, I mean, I would assume so. They got a bunch of studs mm-hmm. and, and Jordan Burroughs being one of them. Yeah. That's not cheap. Yeah, right? <laughs> no way. Are you wrestling at the Husker Training Center out here? Yep, NWTC. Mm-hmm. How's that going? Uh, pretty good. I haven't really been in the room this summer, though. Yeah. You've been traveling all over the place. Yeah, this has been my first week at uh, practices and stuff, mm-hmm. but I'm excited. It's just me and Christian Lance right now, so... Really? Yeah, I'm kind of excited, or even more excited, because I, I feel like me and him will get... Uh, a lot more attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who who's uh, coaching out there or helping? At Penn. No, at uh, N- oh, Nebraska. Our RTC coach mm-hmm. is Travell. Travell, who's arguably the smartest guy in the wrestling world, at least in the, the country. Mm-hmm. That's what so, I've been hearing. I'm really excited to work with him. Yeah, his brain a lot. Yeah, especially if it's just the two of you and Travell. I mean, it's just yeah. the three of you. And we can all be partners, so it's not like right. it's a 57 kg and a and uh, Christian Lance, right? Who he, yeah, he's just a blockhouse. Mm-hmm. He's he's a little bit smaller too. He's not like uh, Adam Kuhn where he's like all of two eighty five. Oh yeah, yeah. one twenty five. I should say. I kilogram. think the other day he was like he said he weighed two fifty or two fifty five, and I was two eleven. So I mean, I mean, there's a a decent little weight difference, mm-hmm. but not big enough to where he can't be partners. Yeah, watch out for his ankle pick. I know it's a little misdirection. Yeah, it's pretty nasty. Yeah, he, he likes to shoot low. Yeah, I feel like I got a, l- a little speed advantage on him though, so he's got to really set that up to get it. <laughs> yeah, he is strong. I see him lifting on on Instagram. 
Yeah, that's why I can't let him in on the legs because if he gets one of my legs, it's he. I mean, he's got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not getting it back. Yeah. What? How's it transitioning to life after after wrestling? Because you know, you've been wrestling for how long? You know. Um, I was just talking to my mom actually about that. She, I was talking to her on the phone, and she was like, "You know, I, I don't, I don't know what I'm gonna." do this winter no wrestling and I was like well mom I'm, I'm still wrestling and she was like yeah but not the same season and I was like yeah I guess you're right it I've been wrestling in the winter for like 17 years or 16 years something mm-hmm. like that and uh this will be the first time that I don't wrestle till spring and she was like I don't know what I'm gonna do and I was like just wait till the spring mom <laughs> but uh yeah, it'll be, it'll be like an adjustment, I think, which I, I'm not too worried about it because I'm pretty excited. Mm-hmm. It gave me a little more time to really develop my technique and, and get used to freestyle, mm-hmm. which uh, you can say like there's not much of a difference. But then again, I feel like in scrambling and stuff like that, you wouldn't think about the the little positional differences that make a huge difference. And that's where I really like Tervell because he's so positional and mm-hmm. technical that it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, when you're when you're thinking about uh, shooting in on somebody in folk style, you're not worried about getting, you know, two-pointed to your back or whatever. Exposed. Yeah, exposed. Yeah, you can, like, roll all across your back, and as long as you don't stay on there for more than three seconds— I, there's no points given. Right. So, but in freestyle, you roll across your back on a leg. I mean, you give up two points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to be a lot more aware. Yes. Your body awareness. Yes. Which, uh, yeah. So I'm excited because to dive into that. Yeah. Yeah. So Christian better better watch out with that low ankle. Yeah. You know, he better no. finish if he shoots in on you. If I can figure out a couple, <laughs> a couple turns or crotch lifts or something. Mm-hmm. I might start letting them in on that. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, on top is completely different. Oh, yeah. You know? Do you have a good gut, gut wrench? No. no. But uh, I will. Yeah. I will. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm really excited for that parterre, especially bottom, mm-hmm. which, uh, you know, I just got to fight it for 10, 20 seconds mm-hmm. and then back to my feet. Right. And you said when we talked last, you, you were working on top. A lot with yeah. with Robert Kokesh was in folk style, mm-hmm. yeah. Which I, I think it helped out a lot last season. Mm-hmm. I had riding, I had almost as many pins I think last year, which is like three. Then I think the four years before that I had five, mm-hmm. so I almost matched the pins. <laughs> How hard is it to pin somebody in college? It's pretty hard. I think it's harder to pin someone than tech them because a tech they kind of give up. And they'll let you tech them almost, but a pin, all they gotta do is fight off their back, mm-hmm. and then. So I feel like it's a little bit harder to go for the pin than the tech. Mm-hmm. I just always like the tech more than the pin. Really? <laughs> yeah. Why is that? Um. You get to see them broke longer <laughs> when you're teching them than pinning them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You Jeez. get to like see it leave their their body and their facial expression stuff like that jeez yeah true yeah true sometimes when you pin them they're like what just happened oh yeah you can they can say that like oh you caught me mm-hmm. something blah 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 but text there's really no argument 
How many did you have this year? I don't know, like five or six or something like that. Wow. Um, yeah. Which, hopefully, I was planning on getting more, but not quite there. Mm-hmm. It's all right. Tech's a lot easier in freestyle, not only 10 points. <laughs> right, yeah. And all you got to do is expose them a couple times. and. Oh, yeah. One takedown, four turns. Right. That's a tech. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Um. So you've been doing a lot of traveling, as we talked about. You you went out to Utah for a wedding. You were in Chicago for a camp. Yeah. I think you did a camp here a in Ralston. Here. Yeah. I mean, you've been kind of all over the place. Yeah, that's shout out to Brock Hardy in uh, Utah. Um, he had a really good wedding. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was really nice to go, though, because he is uh, Mormon. and He's like a Church of the Latter-day Saints. Mm-hmm. So I got to see... Uh, a wedding that was a different religion and I got to learn a lot about um, the Church of the Latter-day Saints and I got to see the temple from from the outside because mm-hmm. I'm uh, not allowed inside. Oh really? But, uh, Is it because? Yeah because I, I think you have to be a practicing member of the Church of the Latter-day Saints to get inside the temple Huh. and uh, okay. yeah so it was really cool I, I liked it a lot and yeah, for his wedding, though, like, it was just a big group of people outside the temple, and then we got to watch them, like, all walk out of the temple, and mm-hmm. then we, like, celebrated it. We, like, cheered and stuff, which is super cool. Nice. So you so you weren't—so the wedding was taking place, and you had to stay outside, and they were doing the ceremony and stuff inside? Yep, so the ceremony took place inside, and, and then we just waited. We were just hanging out outside. They, they were all super chill. Like, the dad mm-hmm. was like— Hey, just meet us at the church at 1130. We show up at 1130 and like 1133, they were walking out. So, nice. I mean, it was, it was a quick wedding Yeah, for me. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, that'd be, that'd be kind of unique. Was, was Brandon Van Tassel there? Cause he's yeah. the same, he's a uh, church of Latter-day Saints as well. Yep. Brandon and, uh, Landon Brown. Yep. They were both oh, there. Right, Landon. Yep, yep, yeah. Yep. And they are both married too. So their spouses were there too. Which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Brandon's wife goes to BYU, I think. She, yep, she just finished last year oh, as nice. a gymnast. Mm-hmm. She was gymnast BYU. And now uh, they're both living here in Lincoln. Mm-hmm. And I think Brandon and Landon are on like the same block. Oh, really? Which is, yeah, really cool. So I'll go hang out with them, and then one of them will just walk to the other one's house. <laughs> <laughs> where, where do you live? I live like North Side, Lincoln, uh, off 27th Street by like Applebee's, Sonic, that area. Ooh, okay. It's in uh, it's like in a retirement neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. So it's like me, uh, my roommates, Colin Purrington, and then Kill Davison just moved in. Mm-hmm. So us three, and then there's a lot of like older folks mm-hmm. living on the block, and I live in a cul-de-sac. And uh, but interesting, there's this one old lady who she's in charge of grounds. And she comes over a lot, and she's like, "Hey, you guys need to pick up your sticks," <laughs> because I guess our lawn service like they don't pick up the sticks, but uh, hmm. and they like send emails to the lady, and she's she's on us, <laughs> she's on us. But uh, yeah, so if we don't do it, she'll pick them up and she'll throw them in our driveway. <laughs> but it, it was, it's funny because for a few months we didn't know that, like mm-hmm. we didn't know that we had to do that. So we would get a bunch of sticks on our driveway, and we thought it was a lawn service. So mm-hmm. me and Colin, like, we would pick them up, and we'd just throw them back in the grass. <laughs> <laughs> so she probably, like, like just really hates us. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't know that, so I don't know. 
she just came over and gave me a piece of her mind one time. And I was like, wow. <laughs> I can't mess around with these old ladies. No. Man. No. Do you just like have trees and they're just branches from trees or something? Yep. Just some branches from our trees on our property fall down and lawn service can't pick them up. So like, I guess hmm. we're in charge of it. <laughs> man, she, can't, she was so mad though. I, I like never would expect it. Really? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, and she was like, I was like, what am I supposed to do with them? And she said, put them in your trash can. And I was like, well, that's just a garbage trash can. Like, aren't you supposed to put it in a, a yard waste bin? Mm-hmm. And she was like, no. And I was like, dang, different rules in <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> yes, yes. Like, yeah, if you put any yard waste in your, your garbage bin, they won't take it. Mm-hmm. And then you might get a, a warning or something and then a fine or something like that in Illinois. Hmm. But uh, Nebraska, you just got to put it all in that garbage <laughs> bin. <laughs> I, yeah, just garbage, I guess. Yeah, I don't know, but last couple of weeks I've been on it. Yeah, haven't been gotten yelled at. Good, good. What about what about your roommates? What did they What did they think? Were they there? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Colin was shocked too. He was like, "Wow, I never heard of that." And I was like, "Hey, man, neither have I." But if you see some sticks, man, make sure you pick them up. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing I know, they'll be in our mailbox. <laughs> right. Yeah, there'll be a, a note. Oh, yeah. Strongly worded letter. Oh, yeah. Can't mess with her. No. Jeez. But our, our, it's, we live in a townhouse and our neighbor who like shares our house, Mm -hmm. her name is Lois. Man, she is the coolest. Yeah. Oh, she's so chill. She actually called me and Colin boring because we're so quiet (laughs) and clean. Yeah. She was like, man, you guys are just so boring. She brings us banana bread all the time. Yeah. And one time she came over, offered us some margaritas. I was like, wow, Lois. Really? <laughs> yeah. Lois. Yeah. She's awesome. Yeah? She's super cool. So is this like an HOA or something that does this lawn service or like it's just? I have no idea. It's just, I think the whole neighborhood pays for like the same lawn service oh, okay. or something like that. Like each house. And, and this is like the neighborhood watch lady kind of like yeah well she she said she's grounds control which like i don't even know what that grounds means control. i was like all right all right uh, i don't want to mess with you <laughs> she seemed real strict yeah Ooh. Ooh. yeah um. <laughs> um so um i was gonna see how um i don't know I have to edit this out because I forgot what I was going to say. Um, so, yeah, I guess the other thing that's new in your life is um, you're engaged. Oh, yeah, hey. I am. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I'll admit I was so nervous. I was like, I was freaking out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, I was barely able to eat that day. Uh, well, not that day, the afternoon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the morning I felt fine. And... Uh, and I was like, it hit me. I was like, it's really happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but I'll like say that the morning, um, I'm a big Disney guy, Pixar guy. I love mm-hmm. Pixar. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to propose like in front of my family and sisters and stuff like that. So I went back to Tinley Park and there was a pop-up Pixar putt-putt place. And I really like mini golf. And so we went there in the morning at like 10 in downtown Chicago on mm-hmm. Navy Pier. So it was, it was really cool. Mm-hmm. And we did that mini golf like thing. And I brought a few of my sisters too. Like one, cause I wanted them to be a part of it. And two, mm-hmm. like kill the romance. I did. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't want Claire to suspect anything. Mm-hmm. 
so uh, I had to shut that down. They did a great job. Mm -hmm. And uh, although one of them kind of blew it like three times, uh, Riley. Really? She like. Riley. Yeah. After the Pixar uh, putt-putt place, we went on Navy Pier, did a couple rides, walked around, ate lunch. And she was like, at lunch, she was like, so is Larissa and Madison coming to the party tonight? And I was like, what party, Riley? (laughs) And yeah, I don't know. She, uh, yeah. And then she asked about like, we had this, uh, my mom and my older sister, Hannah, they made these like party bags, candy bags. And it was like my favorite candy and Claire's favorite candy. Mm -hmm. And she pulled out one of the bags when we got back to the house. And she was like, man, I'm so glad we got all this candy. I was like, Riley, what are you doing? (laughs) And, uh. And then one other time she did something, but yeah, after that, we went back to the house and then we got ready and there's like this steakhouse downtown Tinley Park and all on the same block or like there's a bar where we had like the after party and then there's a steakhouse right next to it mm-hmm. and those two buildings share the block and then right across the street from that block is a fountain and the train station. Hmm. So took her to eat at that steakhouse and that's where I was like... I was I was freaking out. Mm-hmm. Like I was barely able to eat and I was super nervous. Like like first date type nervous. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was bad. And it just started to hit me like like what if she says no? <sighs> but then I was like, nah, like she won't say no. But then I started to get nervous, like, what if she just doesn't like how it's happening? Mm-hmm. Like what she doesn't like the whole proposal and uh, she just says yes out of like pity and then yells at me later (laughs) I don't know I was just I was just nervous and uh, but then my older sister Hannah my mom they decorated the fountain like themed like the movie Up Mm -hmm. the Pixar movie Mm -hmm. so they had a bunch of balloons and uh, and like uh, the, the old couple in that movie is Carl and Ellie so everything is like C and E for Claire and Eric, but mm, mm-hmm. kind of low key for Carl and Ellie. Mm-hmm. So uh, <clears throat> it was really cool. And then I had one of my cousins, Ben, and my uncle Wayne. They Claire never met them, so they mm-hmm. were sitting by the fountain. And I walked up to him. I was like, "Hey, can you guys take a picture of us?" And then I so actually, she thought they were just random people. Yep, some strangers. And yeah. It was actually your uncle. And my uncle, my cousin, um, yeah. And I gave them my phone and like, I was pre-planned that I was gonna give it to them recording. So they were gonna be like, all right, like say cheese. And then I was gonna propose, it was all gonna be on camera. Mm-hmm. But actually I hit record, I went to give it to him. And then I started walking away and Claire was like, hey, the flash is on. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> so I kept, went back there and like, I'm not tech savvy. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh no. And my cousin, he doesn't have Apple iPhone. So I was like, wow this might be it like mm-hmm. this this just ruined it and i it took me about a minute or two minutes to figure out how to turn the flash off mm-hmm. without her coming over and then i turned on the the video and it all went down but then the coolest part of it <laughs> is i whipped out i had two boxes and i whipped out this bigger box that was like four necklaces and I didn't know that, but later on, Claire told me, like she knew when she saw it. And I opened it up and it was a jumbo fruit loop. <laughs> <laughs> and I just said, I hope you have a sense of humor. <laughs> and she was like laughing slash crying, I don't really know. Mm-hmm. And uh, and she said, yes. And then, and then I went and got the real box with the ring in it. 
and gave it to her, but it was epic. Yeah, yeah. sounds like it. She said yes to a cereal, so I knew she's a keeper. <laughs> yeah. There's no diamond, no ring. Just well, I guess there was a ring, but it was cereal. Mm-hmm. And uh, wish like shout out to you and hook me up with oh. that jumbo fruit loop <laughs> box. Yeah, you're welcome. How how was that? Jumbo it was fruit? good. Yeah. They were good, surprisingly good because they have a lot less ingredients than like American. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fruit Loops, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I can definitely tell they're missing the marshmallows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, wow, cool. Yeah, that's a lot more intricate than than my proposal. It was in our, we were in Omaha in our apartment, and I'm not good at keeping secrets. Like I'm just like too excited, and so I just kind of proposed as she was like making supper. <laughs> I just was right behind her in our kitchen of this apartment, and was like. Hello. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. She what was, do you think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. And she was like, well, are you going to ask me? You know? Like, yeah. I was just like, oh, you want to get married or something like that? And yeah. that was. And All that matters is if she liked it or not. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I understand why you're so nervous. I was nervous. Even yeah. though I knew she was going to say yes, it's still. Yeah, it's crazy. Like. I mean, I don't know. The whole time I, I thought I was like in the clear, like, man, this is not going to be a breeze. Mm-hmm. And then the day of hit and I was like, wow. So you had this planned out? I did. Yeah. My older sister, uh, Hannah, my mom, they really helped out a lot though. Mm-hmm. They helped me pick out the ring and they helped me like, they set up everything. They made reservations at the steakhouse and they even got like a little section at the bar, like, like reserved for us. And they like set up tables and had like everything the whole shabam yeah they really hooked it up so like it finally started coming in handy having so many sisters (laughs) yeah (laughs) finally finally after 20 what 24 years 24 years 24 years yeah (laughs) but then i like i also had a she's been like claire's been like on edge the last like three years she's been waiting for this so anything that's like any thing that's like remotely close to marriage or something she's like what what are we getting married (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then so i had to throw her off and it's like a seven and a half hour drive back home and Mm -hmm. i was really lucky that my parents were buying a puppy from minden nebraska uh his name's Soli. so we were bringing him back to my parents as like a surprise for my dad so that really helped out Uh. a lot and then like she's been asking a lot of questions lately because like wrestling uh season just ended like summer was coming, like college was done. Like mm-hmm. she was really like, okay, time is now, time is now. And so then I told her, I was like, I was like, you know, um, if it wasn't for this dog, I just, I don't think I'd be making this trip home. You know, I've been spending a lot of time in the car. Mm-hmm. I just kind of car sick. And then she said like, wow, after that, I didn't expect anything remotely like significant to happen on the trip. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think I did a good job. Yeah, you did. You really, you really camouflaged it well. Yeah, she was, she was shook. Yeah. Yeah. And did, did she cry? She did. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, which she was like a little upset. I didn't cry, but I, I like, I don't want to cry. Mm-hmm. And then he, and then she's been talking about the wedding and stuff like that. And she really wants me to cry at the wedding. And I'm like, I just want to be like, I just want everyone laughing, be happy, you know? Mm-hmm. And she was like, no, I just want you to cry. <laughs> and I was like, sick. Do you have a date set? Yeah. September 30th of next year. Okay. So a nice. long time. Mm-hmm. 
That's good. Do you have any idea of where, like, where you want it to be? Because um, where's Claire from? Lincoln. She's from Lincoln. Okay. Yeah, so it's all going to be here. It is. Okay. Yeah, and I think uh, I think we're getting married at the Newman Center, and then the reception I think will be at the Lincoln Country Club. Cool. Yeah, I don't know. She's on the ball. Yeah, I haven't been a part of any wedding meetings yet, but uh, you know I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I I was in charge of the DJ. I hope we're the DJ, of yeah. course. But uh, the food, the food. Was I hope I'm out. a part of the food. Yeah, yeah. What do you want? What do you want at your wedding? Man, I have no idea. Yeah. Honestly, I just want to be like. If we start like testing stuff, I just want to be there and be like, you know, like that tastes pretty good. Mm-hmm. Also, want like, I would. This was recommended to me by uh, Tyler Wida, our medical trainer. He was like, "Hey, it's a pretty good idea to have like a a late night snack because mm-hmm. then it helps like some people maybe sober up a little bit. Takes like maybe set of people start." doing something crazy they go get some food or i don't know something like that Mm -hmm. so like i really want a late night snack whether we're just ordering pizza or something i don't know but uh i think that's a good idea it is yeah yeah a little like um um like chicken nuggets or something yeah even that yeah just something doesn't gotta be good food no mm -mm. i i picture (laughs) i picture you having like a a cereal bar or something. Oh, if I could, I would. <laughs> you just have a bunch of containers of different cereal, and then at the end is milk. And Yeah, I'd be like, hey, these are my your... top 10 favorite cereals <laughs> right, right here. Yeah. Go crazy. Yeah. Mix and match if you want. Oh, yeah. Actually, no, people do that. Like, I didn't even, I consider myself a big cereal guy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I didn't even know that people did that. They'd be like, hey, you know, one third of this, and then one third of this, and one third of that makes like the best cereal. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> I've never done that. Neither have I. Uh, and I've never heard anyone do that. I just thought, like, with the buffet style, you would. There's some people that do it. I don't know. I'd be brave enough. Yeah, I don't I'd know I'd have either. to really think about what I'd be mixing in my cereal, which cereals I would be mixing anyway. Yeah. I mean, I I have no idea. Mm-mm. It's like a whole new world. <laughs> right. <laughs> all new. Um, I'm trying to think of what would be good. Yeah, I don't know. You'd have to get, like, I feel like one with marshmallows and mm-hmm. then a one not-so-sweet one, like maybe a Honey Nut Cheerios or just a regular oh, Cheerios. Okay. Like, you have, like, a not-sweet base or something, and mm-hmm. then you got a real sweet one, and then maybe, like, a Cocoa Puffs out of a little chocolate. Mm-hmm. And That's not a bad idea. Yeah, then you then uh, go to town. Yes. Yeah, because I was like, man, do you mix, like, tricks with... Fruit Loops and marshmallows, but that would be like the same thing. And yeah, I feel like you gotta you gotta get different areas, mm-hmm. different flavors. Yeah, that's a good that's a good idea. Hmm. I don't know. New business. Yes. Right there. <laughs> um, well, that's awesome. The congrats. You know, um, getting married. All American getting married. Well, you're engaged. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it's been hectic. Yeah. For sure. And you're still taking classes? No, nah, not this year, no. Mm-hmm. I'll be like uh, interning as like a coach basically for Nebraska this first semester. And then second semester I'll be wrestling and then I'll probably take some grad school classes next year mm-hmm. to be uh, be a teacher. 
a PE teacher? Yep. Nice. Yeah, teacher and a coach. Yeah. And I do have a business major degree from UNL, and there's lots of potential things that I'll probably try mm-hmm. later down the road. Mm-hmm. But uh, with that degree. What about Claire? Has she graduated? She has, yeah. Okay. She graduated with a education in family consumer science. Okay. So she's teaching right now at Northeast High School. Okay. She's, she starts next week. Nice. Oh. Yeah. Right. And she graduated from UNL? UNL. Oh, she did go to UNL. Okay. Yeah. We graduated same year and everything. Yeah? Yeah. I'm surprised. Um, UNO is more the the teaching school, so I'm I'm surprised that like. <laughs> yep, that's might might be where I go for my masters mm-hmm. in uh, PE. Mm-hmm. I was thinking between like UNO, Kearney, and maybe Doan. Mm-hmm. Those like those good, three good schools for sure. UNL doesn't have PE, mm-hmm. which kind of sucks. Right. Yeah. But, that's cool. Yeah, Northeast, and yeah, school starts. Jeez, yeah, for them next week, apparently. Monday. Monday, and that's when she starts? Yeah. She's kind of been doing, like, I guess, teacher work week or something like that yeah. this week right now. But uh, uh, I think that's all just, like, they kind of simulate some problems or they decorate their classrooms, make sure they have all their supplies and mm-hmm. their curriculum, stuff like that. Did you help decorate the classroom? I did not, no. no. <laughs> uh, I think uh, the decorations in our relationship might be a little bit one-sided, <laughs> a lot of it one-sided mm-hmm. for Claire. You yeah. know? I just told her if we, like, before we got engaged, I was like, hey, if we get married, like, you just have to promise me one room. I get one room mm-hmm. in the house. And, uh, yeah, that'll be my room. I could decorate it. Well, what, how are you going to decorate it? Man, I uh, I mean, I like cereal. I'll, I'll probably have a couple of cereal boxes. Mm-hmm. Right right now I got, uh, I think it's the 100th anniversary of Wheaties and Michael Jordan's on it. Ooh, okay, cool. And uh, so I'll probably have that as like a decoration. And then I, I really like comic books. So mm. I'll probably have a couple of comic books in there. Mm-hmm. And then I like Disney. So just like, just like some collectibles, some just cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe... Uh, my singlet or something like that. Oh, singlet from like college or yeah, college. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I don't know, just whatever I'm feeling. Yeah, yeah. It kind of, I guess it can be like my office slash, you know, just geek room. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that Nebraska puts the last names on the singlet. Yeah, they made that change. I think like two years ago or mm-hmm. something like that, mm-hmm. and or maybe three. Uh, but it's. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's huge. And they get a you get to keep the singlets then apparently. Yeah. Nice. After you're done though, mm-hmm. they're they're kind of a stickler about getting them back after season. Yeah. Yeah. And they like one time I tried keeping them after season, they were they were on me, and, and then I was like, why? I'm like, I'm getting back next season. <laughs> right. They're like they have to check them for like holes and stuff like that. So that if they if there's a hole or rip, they can repair it or order a new one. Mm-hmm. And I gave it back and. The next year, there was a little hole in it, and I was like, hey, you guys were supposed to check that. <laughs> <laughs> Who checks it? Uh, I think our uh, equipment manager, Pat, mm-hmm. or he, like, delegates it to delegates it to someone, someone else, like one of his, uh, like, studies or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but our guy, Pat, he's in charge of all of our equipment and stuff like that. He's super cool. And he's also a big Cubs fan. Oh, geez. All right. Yeah. 
So I had it in first day. Yeah. I saw him wearing a Cubs shirt and I was like, hey, you like the Cubs? He was like, yeah. I was like, no way. I like the Cubs too. <laughs> and he likes wrestling? Oh, yeah. You like wrestling? Yeah. I was like, no, this was a match made in heaven. Yeah. So whenever I need some extra socks, I knew a guy. Mm-hmm. Some extra socks? Yeah. Well, I, I, for any big tournament, I like to go get a fresh pair of socks. Really? And uh, that was my guy. If Pat wasn't in there, like, I didn't ask any of the other people because they'd be like, no, we give socks out at the beginning of the year. So Pat was in there, like, hey, Pat, <laughs> come on, hook me up. With a new pair of socks. Is that like a superstition or something? You yeah. Just, just like the new pair of socks? Yeah. I just like fresh start. So you never wore rewore socks? Oh, I did, yeah, for duels. For duels? For sure. Okay. But, but like, for tournaments, um, maybe if it was like a two-day tournament or like nationals, maybe mm-hmm. the first day, something like that, I'd I'd wear the socks I've been wearing all season. Mm-hmm. But like that second day or like the for sure the third day, I needed that new pair. Mm-hmm. And and a little bit like I kind of – I wasn't – at first it wasn't part of like – style but then i started getting into that a little bit and i was like you know fresh white looks a little better honestly mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, multiple reasons yeah for sure i i think i was kind of like that too you know back in the day it was never whatever shoes i had wear whatever but yeah now as you get older you're like i want to look kind of cool yeah you know the jb elites are pretty sweet you know oh yeah what kind of shoes did you wear i wore just some uh adidas combats yeah, I didn't really want to go like buy any, mm-hmm. so I I picked some of the shoes that we got from the school, mm-hmm. and I I just knew like as soon I was like the, my shoes were the only thing I was real superstitious about, and if anything happened to them, I would need the same shoe like <laughs> right away like mm-hmm. that day. So if I knew if I went with some combats that were given to us by the school mm-hmm. if something happened to him i knew i can like that day just go down to the equipment room and be like hey pat i need this shoe right now hey, pat yeah Jeez, pat came in handy yeah he's awesome yeah that is true that you know if something happened to the shoes you can just you can't just go to dicks and get the same shoes or yeah. shields or whatever yeah or if i ordered like a fancy mm. fancy pair like online then if something happened to them i'd have to refine them online mm-hmm. and then order them and who knows might miss like a duel or two or <laughs> maybe a dirt tournament not good yeah <laughs> be messing with my head so you would wrestle you wrestled with the same shoe like or same type of shoe all all four years or all five years? No, it was at the beginning of the year. I'd pick uh, a pair, and then like mm-hmm. that was my pair for the year. Okay. And I wouldn't practice with them or anything. They'd be my competition only. Really? Yeah. So you had a different shoe for your practice? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I had like maybe two or three shoes that I had for practice. I'd rotate, mm-hmm. and then only one pair for competitions. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. Like, It's partially superstition, but... Mm-hmm. I also think it helps, like, when I'm lacing up those competition shoes, I'm, like, getting mentally ready. Mm-hmm. It's go time. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it helps a lot. Yeah, interesting. That's a good point. You yeah. know, to differentiate between practice and and the mindset of a match. It's yeah. go time. Yeah, so that's another reason why I liked it. Mm-hmm. One of the, one of the coolest duels I, was, I saw this year was your duel against Iowa. They had the oh, raised platform, the spotlight. That was epic. It was. It's yeah. crazy. And the, the way that, and just especially Labs, Vens, and me, like that back-to-back-to-back match, that was, I mean, the crowd was hype. Yeah, because yeah. things didn't go 
go your way in the first half of the duel, and yeah. then all of a sudden the second half, you guys like just came out firing guns ablaze. Yes, and then it came down to heavyweight. Yeah, and which no one would have expected. Right. It was that was just it was awesome, and yeah. it was senior night. Ah, yes, yeah, senior night. Yeah, it was just. I mean, if Lance won that match, I mean, talk about Cinderella story. Mm-hmm. That would have been unreal. Yeah. Yeah, and it's kind of a Cinderella story, if you will, from the outside. You know, obviously on the inside, you guys knew you were top five in the country. And that's what you finished at Nationals. Yeah. You know, but you finished, what, fourth at Big Tens? No. Or did you finish fifth? Like, No, like, I want to say sixth or seventh. Yeah. Like, we, we did pretty bad mm-hmm. at Big Tens, at least for our standards. Right. It was bad. Mm-hmm. And, uh... We flipped a script at Nationals. Which it seems it's been kind of the opposite over the past few years. Yeah, especially while I've been here. Mm -hmm. Like, especially that year we finished second, like 10 points or 15 points behind Penn State. Mm -hmm. Uh, I want to say three years ago. I'm not sure. It was at Rutgers, though. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was a COVID year. And, like, our team was red hot. Mm -hmm. I think we had five or six guys take third place. Yeah. And... Like, all of them, too, had to, like, wrestle back. I think we only had one or two guys in the semis, and mm-hmm. everyone else lost first round or in the quarters, and they wrestled all the way back in the concies, take third. Mm-hmm. I mean, that alone is tough. And to have five or six guys do it, mm-hmm. I mean, that says something. And uh, But then at, um, we didn't get nationals. I think that was the year before. And then we had just a bad national or something like that. Mm-hmm. And we took like tenth as a team. I don't. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it was ten or, or ninth because we've been top ten last so many years. But uh, yeah, and then honestly, I was a little worried for our nationals last year. Mm-hmm. I was confident basically the whole year, and then Big Tens happened, and we we lost to schools like Northwestern beat us, and I was mm-hmm. like, man, I never would have expected them mm-hmm. being the same conversation as us, and. Uh, yeah, and the Nationals, we just turned it up. Yeah. And I feel like sure. we could have got two more All-Americans, honestly. Mm-hmm. Especially Chad Red. I think he got screwed. That match, uh, you know, touch falls aren't a thing in folk style, but that ref was feeling it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was that his first round match? Or was that no, his, his second? first round or second round was against Sebastian. And uh, he lost on a stall call, which is arguable for sure mm-hmm. um i don't think that ref should have called it was but, that at nationals uh, yeah nationals it was overtime and sebastian got two underhooks body locked him and ran him out of bounds and in my opinion like is like as long as cj like he showed effort to try and circle back in like he shouldn't get called for stalling mm-hmm. but like and like you, you can argue it saying that he was stalling, but you know, if someone gets two underhooks, body locks you, and just runs you straight out of bounds, they have no attempt to at scoring. So, I mean, I don't know. And uh, but then in the round of twelve, one this kid locked up a cradle on a scramble, and CJ just rolled across his back. And by the time the ref slapped the mat, CJ was already on his stomach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. It was uh, it was rough. Yeah, tough way to go out for him. Yeah. Mm. And I thought he would win that match for sure. Mm-hmm. But, uh... Yeah, back to the pushing pushing out, basically. I mean, 
that argument's kind of made for Iowa wrestlers sometimes where they just kind of they keep coming forward, but it's not real like an a- attempt. attempt to score. Right. Yeah. I feel like you got to shoot them out or you got to show some attempt to score to get that stalling call. Right. Otherwise, just make it a push out rule. Right. Like if you're going to call stalling, give him point. Mm-hmm. Like just make it a push out point. Right. And uh, I mean, I don't know. That's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I think it'd be a lot better. Yeah. Less uh, controversial, mm-hmm. less opinionated. Right. And I think that's where the issue is a little bit with that rule installing is it seems too much of a gray area. It seems too much of an opinion, really, rather than like this is stalling. This isn't. It's like some people think this is stalling. Some people don't. Some will call it. Some won't. And it's and like as a wrestler, especially like it's frustrating when some refs do call that and some refs don't. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, for sure. I don't know. We'll see. I bet they'll change it in a co- n- near future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you get a chance to look at the new new rules for incoming freshmen this year? And yeah, I, I think they're great. You think they're great? Especially like they get four matches right mm-hmm. in. Uh, I think so. In yeah. Duels. Mm-hmm. I think that's awesome. Because I think it's just like football, like they get four games or something like that, mm-hmm. and they yeah. can still redshirt. Mm-hmm. Which to me makes a lot of sense. Like, if you're not competing at the conference tournament or nationals, like, why would it take your eligibility? Right. Like, I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're really doing anything for your team. I think. Right. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll see. I think it's, I think it's for the better. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of, you know, kind of incoming people taking your spot will be Silas. Yeah, he's a tank. Yeah. He's had some pretty good seasons redshirting. Yeah, he's tough. Yeah. I think he's going to do some big things Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. And, uh, man, I don't know. He just took second at the world team trials for U20, I want to say. And uh, which were, like, in perspective, I didn't even place at that tournament. So, like, where I was and where he is, like, he's – He's in a good spot. Mm-hmm. Bright future. Yeah, which just goes to show the gains that you made. Yeah, I think I tried know. to make. Yeah, you. I mean, you for sure. I mean, you just talk about how where you were at, where comparison to him, but where you finished, like yeah, seventh. It's not bad. Yeah, is it bittersweet? Uh kind of. I don't think it is as much because I, I just basically transitioned my focus and goals and stuff to freestyle. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm still motivated to do something else, mm-hmm. I guess. Like, I'm not done. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. It's like if every once in a while I'll get caught up. I bet, like, when season starts and I'm, like, watching them, like, during duels, stuff like that, watch them get warmed up and stuff, I'll be like, dang, I missed that. Yeah. And... uh but right now, it doesn't really affect me. I've just been focusing on transitioning to freestyle. Mm-hmm. And you said you're going to be kind of helping around coaching this this upcoming yeah, semester? Like in like an intern coach, basically. Mm-hmm. I won't travel or anything with the team, but I'll get to help practices. And I'll get to, I want to say, be on the bench for home duels, which I think will be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Not like 
probably not really say anything during the matches. I don't, I don't think Manning would be too happy about that. <laughs> he might he might uh, not like sharing his voice. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. If something crazy happens, like P-Rob beats the number one ranked kid in the country or number two ranked, mm-hmm. I'll go crazy with yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> Just like he did this last year, he beat... O'Connor. Yeah, Austin O'Connor. That's nuts. Yeah. That's nuts. Or anyone else on Mm -hmm. the team. Like, that's just an example, Mm -hmm. which I think our team will be stacked this Mm -hmm. year. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll just, I'll party hard. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) How's how's Liam doing? I know his back was giving him issues, but it sounds like. He's great now. Yeah. I, I think he really needed that year off. Yeah. I got to do some traveling with him, too, this past summer, and mm-hmm. I got to go to his house, hometown, for the 4th of July. Really? You're yeah. all the way out in California? Yeah. So I got to see his uh, his house, like, where he grew up and some of his hometown friends, mm-hmm. everything like that. And uh, he's just a great guy. Yeah. He's awesome. Nice. How is it out there in California? Man, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, it's... I was super shocked, actually. Like, if you're on the beach, I thought it'd be super hot, mm-hmm. but it's it's not. Like, that wind coming off the ocean, mm-hmm. it's kind of cold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it can be like 80-something, 90-something degrees out, but mm-hmm. if you're pretty close to the water, I mean, you're going to have a nice breeze, make it feel like 70, mm-hmm. which is shocking. Yeah. And I, I was really uh, kind of, sh- like, shook when... Liam, he'd always come back from California, and he'd be like, kind of, kind of upset, a little sad. Be like, it's my Nebraska, and I'd be like, dude, Nebraska's not that bad. Come on, man, we we have stuff here. We have some cool stuff, mm-hmm. corn. And uh, he was like, he was like, ah, oh, you just don't understand. And then I went, spent five, six days at his house at the beach, mm-hmm. doing Cali stuff. Then I came back to Nebraska, and I was like, man. It's kind of humid here, like for sure. <laughs> yeah, it has been like all summer. Yeah, especially the last like week is the only week I've been here, but mm-hmm. it's been rough. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, you've been you've been gone that long, huh? Yeah, in and out. Like I mm-hmm. think the month of July, I only spent three or four days in Lincoln, mm-hmm. like full days. Yeah, but my uh, my last trip was to Colorado with three of my sisters, and. We like hiking 14ers, which is just a mountain above 14,000 uh, 14, feet of elevation. Mm-hmm. And long story short, I kind of took them off path <laughs> and we started climbing some like boulders and a couple of them were a little loose. <laughs> Two of them kind of, we did that for an hour. Mm-hmm. Two of them kind of broke crying and man, I felt awful. Yeah. Yeah. So we didn't, we didn't get to the top because mm-hmm. by the time we got back down, one of them was not feeling it anymore in a nice way mm-hmm. and uh so we had to go back we were hiking for like six seven hours something like Jeez. that yeah and they were not happy with me <laughs> <laughs> at all <Yeah. laughs> which i will admit like, i got made a mistake mm-hmm. but uh yeah they were they were upset <laughs> <laughs> how was the ride out there do you normally drive yeah i like driving though mm-hmm. like i don't mind being a car when I'm like older, I really want one of those Sprinter vans, like a Mercedes Sprinter van. Get it like all done up, mm-hmm. bed in there, and everything, and just like travel the country, drive around, really? visit all the national parks. Yes, stuff like that. Yeah, where were you at out in Colorado? Aspen. Nice. Where the wine flows like water. <laughs> is that is that like they're saying in Aspen or? Uh, it's from the movie Dumb and Dumber. 
Oh. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big, big movie guy. Yeah? Yeah. I just talked to somebody, um, John Helgerson. Um, he went to Wartburg. That's his favorite movie. And we just kind of chat about that. I said my favorite line in the movie is when Harry's driving and the cop comes up behind him, beside him, and he's like, pull over. Yeah. And he's like, hey, it's a cardigan, but thanks. <laughs> uh, I, I forget yeah. where he says that. Where the wine flows like the water. Like water. Like water. I, I think that's it. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I would have to double check, but I haven't seen the movie in a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's roughly something like that. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite movie then? You said you're a big movie guy. Or, I mean, or few favorite movies. Man. I would say like recently mm-hmm. or last few years, I've been big into Marvel and mm-hmm. I like Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. The new Thor, Love and Thunder, like not too hot on that one. Mm-hmm. It was just okay. But uh, I always go back to childhood and Iron Giant and the OG Space Jam. Oh, yeah. Those yeah, are some of my favorites yeah. right there. Uh, childhood memories right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like what memories? Uh, just Iron Giant, I think, watching it with my dad or my mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Like I would watch that on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen that one. Yeah, it's an old one. Yeah, and it is. it's animated, so mm-hmm. not many people, I guess, are fans of it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. And then the OG Space Jam because, I mean, Bugs Bunny, mm-hmm. Michael Jordan, that's uh, a dynamic duo mm-hmm. right there. Bill Murray. Bill Murray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forget he's in that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, those are those are probably my childhood yeah. favorites. Yeah. For sure. What about your favorites now? Man, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a tough question. I I go to the movies a lot, like the movie theater, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know. Like I'd say, like Thor Ragnarok was really good, and I mean, I'm just a big Marvel guy, so I like all of them pretty much. But. Uh, a good like mystery kind of one was like Death on the Nile. Ah, yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I like that one. And then I'm a big crier one for movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, so anytime there's like a family like a family situation or problem or something that something like that, I'll I'll get into it mm-hmm. or a drama. I really like some dramas. <laughs> yeah, anything like uh, man, I forgot. Uh, n- like Nicholas Sparks or something like that, or uh, the guy who makes all those movies, like uh, The Fault in Our Stars, uh-huh. or uh, man, I forget the name of them, but I- I've actually kind of been getting into the books too. Um, he's got like a bunch of stories and stuff like that, and I forget the one, the last book I read which started, got me tearing up a little bit. It was the one where uh, this guy lives on a lake and next door neighbor, this lady moves in and they basically fall in love and then the lady gets in this coma. She's been in a coma for a couple of years mm-hmm. and this guy, they had this little spot on an island in the lake and they built like a little gazebo in there and then it got torn down during a big storm. And for him, it was like a revelation. He, he like saw her like come back to life or something like that in the coma. And then he like rushed to the hospital and well, I guess I don't want to give it all away, but <laughs> yeah, it was, it was emotional. 
Okay, so she was in a coma the whole time during this book? No, like okay. she moved in next door. Okay. And they like didn't like each other at first, mm-hmm. like classic. And then they started, there's a lot of friction. And then they started like hanging out. And then they started dating. And they were together. And then there was some more friction at the end. Mm-hmm. And then like there was a big storm. She got in a coma. I forgot how she got in a coma. I think it was some accident or something like that. And they had like this little spot where those two would go like all the time for dates and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it was just a meaningful spot. And he went there another time during a storm. And mm-hmm. then during that storm, like the gazebo, it was like the last thing I think he had of her because they oh, they were going to pull the plug on her because uh, okay. it, it, it reached like her time limit. Mm-hmm. And then during the storm, the gazebo got torn apart and everything was wrecked. And he was like, that's it. I lost her. And then... During that storm, he, like, saw a vision of her come back or something like that. And then he rushed to the hospital to see her awake. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I was crying. Wow. Yeah. You have been reading. I've noticed that. You've been reading a lot, a lot of books lately. Yeah. Well, in uh, 2021, I wanted to read 26 books, and mm-hmm. I did that. That was my, my New Year's resolution. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did. And I felt really good, mm-hmm. a little tired. Mm-hmm. I actually haven't read any books the year of 2022 because <laughs> I was like, I don't want to read books for a while. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that, that led, that was like my first one kind of. And now every year I want to do something that's like really challenging and hard for me. And this year I'm not buying any clothes or accessories for the whole year. Yeah. Really? Like any clothing item, like accessories, something I'd wear, I'm not buying it. But can someone buy them for you? Like if it's a gift or something, like, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Which is like kind of cheating, but as long as it's my closet shrinks um, over the course of the year, mm-hmm. I'll be happy about it. Hmm. I would say not many people uh, that I know of could do that. That's really, yeah, I couldn't, I, that, I, it would be very difficult for me to do that. I'll yeah. say that. There's been a couple of times. Cause I usually like every time I travel somewhere, I like to get a shirt right. or like a something mm-hmm. and, or a hat even, but, uh, yeah, I haven't gotten anything yet. So it's wow. been, it's been tough. Yeah. I, I reverted to getting postcards and magnets. <laughs> Good. Yes. Yeah. That's that's not an accessory, right? I don't yeah. And it's also helped me, like, I really like writing letters now. So I'll, really? I'll write people letters. And, like, my youngest sister, Ava, mm-hmm. that's where I send her all my postcards. Yeah, and I'll write a little note on it for her and stuff. Mm-hmm. We used to be pen pals, but, <laughs> you know, Ava, come on, you're slacking. She hasn't wrote me a letter in, like, a year. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, maybe this uh, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll, Light a fire under her. Yes. Get her motivated. Yes. (laughs) Hopefully she listens. Yeah. We'll get her. We'll get her to listen. (laughs) What, uh, how do you keep in contact with all your sisters then that are all over the place? Do you write them too? No, I I write them birthday cards. Mm -hmm. I like writing birthday cards. Wait, you write uh, birthday cards or you find a birthday card? I'll I'll find find a funny one with a joke or something I think Mm -hmm. relates to their personality. Mm -hmm. And then I'll write something funny in there. And then, and then at the end, I'll just be like, I love you. Happy birthday. But, uh, yeah. And I'll send it to them. And then besides that though, just texting, Mm -hmm. uh, calling once in a while. 
I guess. Uh, I could do a little better job of calling for sure. I'll admit that, mm-hmm. but texting and stuff like that. And, uh, well, I mean, I hope they like the letters. Honestly, I've never gotten one back <laughs> besides from Ava mm-hmm. and, uh, they send you birthday cards. No, really? They don't send me, they send me texts though. Yeah. Which like, I guess like today's age, that's the new thing, but mm-hmm. I like the birthday cards Yeah. or just like letters in general. I like getting stamps, like funny stamps. I had some Elvis <laughs> ones actually before Elvis, the movie came out mm-hmm. and uh, I felt real cool. <laughs> yeah. If anyone wants to be pen pals, <laughs> I'll write some letters. Nice. Some Elvis stamps. Yeah. We just get the generic. Stamps yeah. From that's me. what I did last time. Yeah. But uh, I like spicing it up a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do those cost more? I think so. But I mean, not much. Mm-hmm. I think it was like 11 bucks for 20 something or a pack of 20, something like that, mm-hmm. which is a little bit more, I think, than regular. But, you know, I think it makes it more fun. Yeah. More enjoyable for the person to receive it. Uh, yeah, for sure. Did, does your sister know who Elvis is, Ava? Yeah. Yeah. Um, not really before this movie came out, mm-hmm. but uh, which I haven't seen, actually. <laughs> but they all liked it. Some of them did. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. It's hard to keep track of all six of their opinions or five. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, what about Top Gun? Have you seen that one? Yes. Was that good? Yeah, I loved it. Okay. Yeah. I've heard good things about it. Um, that one actually almost had me tearing up towards the end. Yeah. Really? So I was like, I'm not going to ruin that one because uh, it's a newer one. And it's really good. Mm-hmm. But I was like, there was a moment where I thought someone was going to die and <laughs> then like... Maybe they did or didn't. I don't know. Uh, but I was this close. Yeah. I was this close to crying. Like I felt my eyes watering a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it turned out good. Good. Did Did you like watch movies with your sisters? Like get on on the couch or something? Yeah. And they did they pick out the movie and you just or did you get to pick out the movie? Most of the time, my sisters. Yeah. 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 It's kind of like we voted in uh, uh, five to one. I didn't really stand a chance. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think that's why I really like movies because almost every summer, my dad would pull the cable and uh, or he would just take the TV away. And hmm. he so then like and he would also turn the AC off. And, uh, or the AC broke, I don't know, one or the other. (laughs) Just to get you outside? And yeah, so it would just force us outside. And every once in a while, like special occasion, he'd bring the TV back or the cable cord back. And then he'd be like, all right, it's like family movie night. Mm -hmm. So I think that's why it means a lot to me. Or Hmm. I really enjoy watching movies. Cause like most of my childhood summers, like anytime we watched a movie, it was uh, a big deal. Mm Mm-hmm. It was like a, a special treat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> have you seen Vision Quest? Yes, I have. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's a good one. Yes, classic wrestling. Yes, classic, classic wrestling. It's not a very good movie. Like the acting is. Oh, like, the acting is. Uh, wrestling's awful. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I guess I should say it's it's a it's a good movie, but yeah, the the wrestling is. I mean, I I mean, I feel like if they ever make another wrestling movie, like. I'm not an actor, but I could for sure like be a practice partner or somebody or, mm-hmm. or a coach that can lift their abilities a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm not the best, but compared to their abilities, I could help out a lot. Mm-hmm. I think the coach in that movie had a singlet, had a T-shirt on underneath his singlet. He had like a singlet on. He had a T-shirt on. I'm like, <laughs> what are they doing? Right. Yeah. But maybe that's what they did back in the day. I don't know. Yeah, actually, I didn't think about that. Maybe. Maybe. Ask your dad. I'll have to, yeah. I'll be like, hey, Dad, how accurate was this movie? <laughs> and the, their, their abilities, maybe, too. Like, maybe wrestling just grew that much. Yeah, maybe they weren't very good back then. Yeah. I don't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> um, what would your dad think about you being an, an All-American? And your mom, I should say. My mom was real happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was there. She was, like, crying, I think, a little bit. Mm-hmm. And she was super happy. And my dad, he wasn't able to make it, but, like, he sent me a text and said he was super proud of me. And Mm -hmm. he knows, like, how hard I worked and wanted it. So he was really proud of me. And uh, and my dad's not really an emotional guy Mm -hmm. at all. So uh, those few words, those were were big. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, what were you, what was your goal? I talked to Christian Lance and his was like, I mean, he made a good point that his, his goals were like just to be an all American. Like they're reasonable, I guess for him is what he was kind of saying. Yeah. I wanted to be national champ. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I was, I was happy that I was an all American because I had already lost beforehand. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, that was the next best thing I could do. And, uh, like I lost in the quarters. So then when I was all American, I was like pretty happy, but uh like going into the tournament, I was I was expecting to to win it. Mm-hmm. And I just thought I had a really good route and everything like that. And so I was a little upset about that, but mm-hmm. ended on a positive note, mm-hmm. which I was happy about. Right, yeah. I mean, yeah. you won your last collegiate match. That's yeah. That's got to be nice, you know. Yeah, going out on a on a win. I mean, I know Christian went out on a loss, but he was still he still got eighth. He was pretty pumped. Yeah, and he, I mean, his tournament was just he had a great tournament. Mm-hmm. Like there is, I mean, he wrestles so hard, and he he probably is the hardest worker that I know of ever met. So really, yeah, he's got to be just super happy about that tournament mm-hmm. and the results and everything. Yeah. He's so positive. Oh, he's, he's, so, he's always so positive, yeah. which I, I never understood too. Like, especially like in the big 10 at heavyweight. I mean, I think like six, five or six big 10 guys, all mm-hmm. American at heavyweight out of eight. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, his season, he just had like stud, 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 stud. Yeah. And after a couple losses, he was still like unfazed. Mm-hmm. And I was just, I was shocked, but also kind of like motivated by it. Mm-hmm. Like he was kind of inspiring in that aspect for sure. Yeah. And just like talking to him, being around him, that positive attitude really rubs off, mm-hmm. which is something special. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. When you're around positive people, you just kind of, it resonates with you and you just kind of become positive. Because yeah, like you said, jeez. Yeah. I, Colton Schultz, Jordan Wood are the only two I could think of that Yeah, so then, the Big Ten. Yeah, it was six guys. Six out of the eight in the mm-hmm. Big Ten. So he had, I think he had wrestled all of those guys mm-hmm. throughout the year. And 
I mean, he wasn't, but I would have been like not very confident. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I would have been a little hesitant going in that tournament. Mm-hmm. But he was. I think that's why he all American because he, and he was unfazed. Mm-hmm. He was still confident, motivated, hungry. Like he was ready to go. Mm-hmm. And just like being around him, he's like such a happy guy that. <laughs> It just makes you happier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even after practices, like he'll have a bad practice or something like that, and he might say, like he might say, "Man, I didn't have a good practice." And then three seconds later, he's laughing, like talking about just like life, video mm-hmm. games. He's a big gamer. Really? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it just like being around that, I think, is important. Mm-hmm. Or just having guys like that on your team and stuff like that for sure it's real important for sure and it seems like a lot of guys on your team are like pretty pretty peppy pretty just kind of loose loose i should say yeah and i think that was a what i tried working on the most this past year and i think that's what our team needed or at least one of the things Mm -hmm. for us to not be so tight at nationals or like closed up or something at nationals. Mm -hmm. I think that was like one of the keys to helping us get past the barrier and then hopefully get past another barrier and keep going Mm -hmm. forward in the right direction. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I I think that was huge for our team. Mm -hmm. Just open up. Yeah, when you when you say like you would get tight, like what what is that feeling like where you just just get so nervous or something? Yeah, you, you get, get real nervous and then you start like getting real hesitant when you wrestle. You start like questioning things and that's when like doubt creeps in and mm-hmm. then after all that, I think you're just like a fraction of what you could be or mm-hmm. what you should be, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I think that's like the whole mental side of things of mm-hmm. wrestling, which uh, I think that's like what we needed to work on mostly. Mm-hmm. And how did you guys, how did you work on that? Like just practicing, like in the practice room, especially like forcing ourselves to try new things or get in uncomfortable situations, positions and losing or getting scored on. Mm-hmm. And then like practicing being like, you know, it's not the end of the world. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like there'll be another practice tomorrow or later that day. Mm-hmm. So that helped a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or, you know, getting taken down doesn't mean that you lost the match. Yeah. That you're, like, it's okay. Everyone gets taken down. Yeah. So. And I think you watch the best guys, like, even, like, David Taylor, he gets taken down, or even he gets taken down twice in a match. Like, he is unfazed. Mm-hmm. He knows he's going to score, like, on anybody at least six, eight points. Mm-hmm. And I honestly think he likes it if someone scores on him right away because he knows they just lost a lot of energy mm-hmm. and he's all about the gas tank mm-hmm. so honestly I think it kind of fuels him mm-hmm. which I think if we can get more a mentality like that it would we would get even better mm-hmm. yeah you seem to have a pretty good gas tank yeah that's why I need to let it fly more mm-hmm. but uh, that was one of the things I was working on last year mm-hmm. we'll keep working on it mm-hmm. yeah yeah, because you, you said you got three pins this year. Yeah. So. <laughs> that was know? fun. Yeah. It's always fun to pin somebody. Yeah. <laughs> the coaches were having, uh, like, bets and everything. Mm-hmm. Snyder owes me, like, every pin I got, he owes me a steak dinner. So he owes you three steak dinners? Yeah. And Still? every riding time, or every match I had over a minute of riding time, he was going to get me a milkshake. 
Because he's probably got to owe you quite a few milkshakes. A lot, yeah. He's going to have to start paying up soon. Yeah. What, is there a deadline to this? Nope. As long as I'm in Lincoln. <laughs> so he's got at least a whole nother year. Mm-hmm. He's going to start paying up pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hear that? You hear that, Brian? Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully he listens to this. <laughs> what uh, What do you have planned for grand scheme-wise? Be a P wrestling coach? Do you have a... You know, do you want to be in Lincoln the rest of your life? Or I know that's a pretty yeah. I want to end up in Lincoln mm-hmm. uh, for sure. I, I just love it here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I really want to be close to my parents and my family, stuff like that. But I just do not like Illinois. Like I don't like it at all. Really? I love my hometown, Tinley Park. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, I don't really like Chicago. I don't really like anything else in Illinois. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't want to end up there, but uh, and I love Lincoln, everything about it. I love Omaha, and the humidity kind of sucks, but everything yep. else, I I love it. So I could end up here, but I I do want to try living somewhere else for a little bit, mm-hmm. just to uh, just to experience it, some something else mm-hmm. for or a change for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I think with Claire too, I just feel like I'm a big. Uh, person in getting outside your comfort zone Mm -hmm. experience change or difficulty like that will like help you grow Mm -hmm. learn new things new experiences stuff like that that's why i try and do like hard things and uh i think if me and her do one together i think it would not be easy right but uh i think we would experience something hard and challenging together and then overcome it Mm -hmm. and I think that would just be really great for us. Yeah, because you said she's from Lincoln, right? Yeah. So she, in a way, kind of only knows Lincoln. Yeah, and I just feel like both of us are very comfortable here. Mm-hmm. Like we're in our comfort zone, mm-hmm. which like is it's not a bad thing, right. but you know, I just I just like spicing things up. Mm-hmm. I like new experiences. I like going through hard times. I like difficult challenges. So I think that's one, and I'd like to try it. Where would you Where would you go? Or do you have like an area where you think you might want to go? Man, I I don't know. But I did talk to her about Colorado because mm-hmm. I really enjoy Colorado and hiking, mm-hmm. camping, stuff like that. So she was like kind of on board. She's kind of talking about doing Colorado, but Colorado is expensive. Mm-hmm. But she's also like a really like beachy <laughs> type person, mm-hmm. which I don't mind. But uh, I think I prefer the mountains. Um, so she was t- maybe talking about one of the Carolinas or something like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty open. Mm-hmm. Pretty pretty open to anything. Yeah, the Carolinas are cool. Yeah. My sister and brother-in-law live in Southern Pines, which is, I don't know, an hour or two from Raleigh. So That's North Carolina? I think so, and it's kind of by the coast-ish on that side, I think. Yeah. So... And I think in Carolina, like, you can kind of get the best of both worlds, honestly. You get some mountains, some some oceans, some beaches, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I could be mistaken, but mm-hmm. I haven't really done my research. No, you can. You're right. Yeah. You know, like, um, I think towards inland, there's a little bit more like that. And then you can get towards the coast, there's the beach. Oh, let me zoom in here. Um. So it's it's west of Fayetteville it's hmm, it's kind of in the middle of North Carolina 
I mean, it's... Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I think there's a whole mountain range that goes, like, to the left of it. Yeah, the Appalachian. Yeah. I think you're out there. You're right in the middle of mountains and the beach. Yeah. Best of both worlds. Right. That's what you want. Yeah. Could you talk her into California, you think? Oh, yeah, especially after we visited Liam and Kennedy. Mm-hmm. And because they want to move back to California. Oh, really? After this year. Yep. Because this is um, Liam's last year. Mm-hmm. And they're going to move back there. So mm-hmm. she was like, you know, California doesn't seem too bad. And, and then actually I would have two sisters there. Mm-hmm. So not the same area, but at least within driving distance visiting. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they'll stay there, obviously, for a while, but I would only want to move away for a few years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Madeline. Yep, Azusa. A, and then um, Jillian. At Fresno. At Fresno. Yeah. But she has um, been in a relationship with this guy from Oregon. So, and this is her last year, but that guy goes to school in California as well, I, hmm. I am pretty sure. Mm-hmm. His name's Max, so... I don't know if her and Max will go back to Oregon or stay in California or mm-hmm. Illinois. I mm-hmm. mean, I don't know. I could end up with family in different states. All yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, um, what's Ava, the youngest, right? Yeah. And she's doing, what sports is she involved in? Swimming and water polo right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, I don't know. She doesn't seem too like motivated to compete in college. Mm-hmm. So she might be open to just going to like a college for a school mm-hmm. instead of, I think the rest of us mostly went like for, to be a student athlete. Mm-hmm. And uh, she might just want to be a student. I don't know. She's also a freshman. So she has got four years to, <laughs> I mean, when I was a freshman, I didn't, wasn't even sure I'd wrestle in college. Mm-hmm, right. Actually, I didn't want to. So, <laughs> yeah, you wanted to play football. Yeah, I wanted to play football. So, uh, a lot can change for mm-hmm. her. Yeah. And I think she's pretty athletic, and uh, she might be one of the most athletic in the family. Really? Yeah, she's just not too motivated for sports right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, something can change. Mm-hmm. And. If not, I'm trying to get her to come to Nebraska. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so if she just goes for, like, being a student, mm-hmm. I'll be like, hey, I can get you in-state tuition in yes. Nebraska. Yes. It's a really good school. Mm-hmm. I love it here. Yeah. And uh, I was actually just telling her that uh, last week when she was here. <laughs> mm-hmm. And at first, she was like, no way. It's just corn. <laughs> and this this so hot out here. And I was like, you know, it's really not that bad. And then I showed her campus, and we just did some stuff, hung out with some of my friends. And she was like, wow, everyone is so nice here. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she was definitely considering it, uh, which I think that would be super cool. Yeah. But uh, we'll see. Yeah. Keep an eye on her, too, while she's out here. Yeah. <laughs> you um, know I was thinking that. Yeah. <laughs> um, have you do you get out and watch your sisters play sport their sports, their water polo or softball? No, but uh. I was thinking about possibly doing it this year. Uh it's just hard cuz like wrestling season, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And uh 
and then I would ha- I usually have to travel so far. Right, they're on the coast. Like I have to go to New York or California, which is a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do have one sister in Missouri, mm-hmm. so maybe this year. I don't know because my my season is now in the spring, so uh, we'll see. Mm-hmm. I know she competes at a school in Kansas, which is only like three hours away. So, I mean, that would be that would be nice. Yeah, I, I want I want to try, mm-hmm. but uh, timing is is not on my side. Right. I remember the first time we talked, you said that water polo is such a physical sport. Oh, it's super physical. And I would have no idea. Yeah, it's pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah, well, at least I think so. And everyone I meet that is, knows it, mm-hmm. says so. I mean, they got to wear ear coverings to stop them from getting cauliflower ear. Real? Jeez. Yeah. And, I mean, it's in the water. You mm-hmm. get, I don't know about everyone else, but I don't want to drown. <laughs> so, like, and I kind of freak out underwater. Mm-hmm. So they got to be used to that. Mm-hmm. And, like, swimming down and back, down and back, down and back, all game. Uh, that's tough. And they can't touch. They can't touch the bottom. Oh, they got to tread water the whole time. <laughs> yeah. So it's, that those are uh, some fish out of water. Right yeah. 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 That's why what I What makes them, it so physical? Like when you're guarding, it's not like basketball. Like you can actually put your hands on them. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of times the refs can't see what's underwater. So... My sisters will come out with like just claw marks all over their <laughs> their bodies, and it's like, dang! They so they just get after it underwater. You're constantly fighting for like better position, mm-hmm. and you can like kind of hook people underwater or something, grab them and and twist them around. Because like you want like as a defender, you want to be between them and the goal. Mm-hmm. And if the offensive player is able to grab you somehow and like turn you mm-hmm. in a legal way or illegal underwater, <laughs> then, like, they're going to do that. Mm-hmm. So you got to be able to hold position. What the heck? And tread water at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's uh, it's very technical and difficult, I, I think. Yeah. I mean, I, I only played it one time, and I did a camp one time with my younger sisters, who I'm, like, six, seven years older. Mm-hmm. So I had a little bit of a strength <laughs> advantage. Mm-hmm. Which helped out a lot, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I I think it was it was tough. Yeah, it sounds tough. I swimming played, is tough. Yeah, in general, just swimming is. Tough. Yeah, that's what I did. Like two seasons of swimming, and I did that with my those those two sisters I mentioned before. Mm-hmm. So I think I was like thirteen. I was twelve and thirteen at the time, and they were like six and seven, <laughs> and I was in their lane. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I was just I was totally like the oddball by mm-hmm. far, and I don't know. It, but it's an experience I'll never forget. Mm-hmm. I got to be swimming with them, and, yeah. I, and my other younger sister. She was like lanes above me so uh <laughs> i don't mention that yeah. <laughs> i was lane one yeah. beginner level <laughs> oh that's funny um yeah your your sisters do any of them have cauliflower ear then or because no. they have the swim cap basically is yeah what it is? they have like a whole swim cap that they tie underneath their chin oh right yes yeah, yeah and okay. then like the, the ear parts are just like like a hard covering type deal like hole, and they have holes in them. Yep, they got holes in them. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, like a 
1900 headgear probably in wrestling, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, works for them in in uh, water. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. You can watch like if you watch the Olympic water polo games, mm-hmm. especially I think Russia maybe or. I'm not too familiar. Maybe it's Hungary or, or, I don't know, there's one country that's really good at water polo. Mm -hmm. And if you watch it, they are super physical. Mm -hmm. What position do your sisters play? Man, that's a real tough question. (laughs) But uh, I know there's seven of them. One's a goalie, and then there's six field players. Mm -hmm. And Madeline is a utility player, which I think is mostly, like, everything. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that's like off to the side and they could do a lot. And then Jillian, I think is more of a defender, which I want to say she's a, uh, a center. And I think in water polo, they call that hole or hole set, something like that. They're like the center player. And then man, my older sister, I think she played hole set too. I don't know. She was a tank. She just did a lot. I don't know. <laughs> it says here on, uh, let's see if it says on the website, because here's Jillian. Um, it does not say what position she is. Yeah, I think she plays. Or maybe it's point. I'm not sure. I also know there's like two people on the side that are called wings. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. And then two that are utility. And then I think the top's point in the bottom middle's hole or hole set. This one where she was at Iona, um, position was utility. Oh, all right, all right. Maybe she's the same as Madeline then. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like asking them to to tell me what a takedown is or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have a good idea of what... Of, of what wrestling and how it works and stuff? Um, I mean, I would say no, but, like, I guess, like, an average, like, fan, I think they have a little better knowledge of, like, the average fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because I've been doing it for, like, 17 years or so. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. But, uh, yeah, when they came visit me, I came in, into Vanny to work out, and Madeline and Ava were scrapping on the mat. Really? Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> they didn't really know what they were doing. But yeah, like just for me, not even telling them what to do or like coaching them at all. Like they actually knew like a single leg. Ah. So, and a snap down, <laughs> and a cradle. Yeah. So I say that like they know a decent amount. Mm-hmm. But. uh well, that's yeah. not fair. Isn't Madeline a lot older than Ava? Yeah, she is. <laughs> but, you know, siblings. Yeah, right, right. It's yeah. fair game. Yes. Yeah, She um, she's transferring from, so she was at Marist, Madeline. Now she's Azusa yeah. Pacific. Azusa Pacific. Well, that'll be cool. Hopefully she'll like it out there. Yeah, I I think she will. I think like Madeline really lacks routine and structure, and I think it's like a smaller school, mm-hmm. and the coach is big, like on that type of thing. So, I think she'll be on top of it. How does she get hooked up with these schools? Because like Jillian went to Iona, and then went to Fresno State. Yeah, she actually went to I think two. Uh man, I forgot the name of the school, 
but it's like our community college. I think she went to I she went to she actually went to some school for like a month, and then they fired the coach before season started. So then she transferred to Iona, and then she was at Iona for a year, and then went to California at two community schools colleges. And then Fresno, because she couldn't transfer from like one school to the other, something about academics and grades, like, or like her certain classes wouldn't transfer over. Hmm, okay. So then she had to go take certain classes at these community colleges and then went to Fresno. So I kind of feel like that's what Madeline's going to do. Like she was at Marist and then it was really late notice for transferring. And so I think she's going to Azusa for a year and then she's going to try and get into maybe Fresno or some California school the year after that. Okay. I'm I'm looking at Jillian, her roster bio on Fresno State. They played Azusa Pacific. Yeah, so uh, there's going to be a little uh, family drama there. I was wondering. Bit. So they're going to yeah. play each other. They're, I think they're in the same conference. Or maybe not, but they're they're definitely mm-hmm. on the schedule. And my parents, I think they're going to try and go out there for that game, but... Uh, yeah, that game's going to get heated. Yes. To say the least. <laughs> Have they ever, like, played against each other in an actual competition? Um, I don't think so. I mean, practices for sure. Because Jillian and Madeline, they went to the same high school for two years, mm-hmm. uh, which was Mother Macaulay in Illinois. And so they also know each other's game mm-hmm. really well. So like I wish I can go out there and see that game. Like I might I might look at some tickets yeah. honestly. Yeah. But uh we'll see how it how it interferes with wrestling. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Cuz that would be awesome. I get knocked two of them out in one game. <laughs> right. Yep. Saw both of them play. Yeah. Yeah, she she was at Long Beach City College. Yeah. She has been she's huge in the California now. Oh, yeah. She's like Callie girl. <laughs> yeah. And she she says here that her favorite athlete is you. I think we talked about that last time. Yeah. He inspires her to be better as an athlete and a person. Yeah, that is. I'm still working on her trying to get to say that out loud in front of me. <laughs> I'll give her a hard time a little yeah. bit. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it means a lot. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Let's Talk Wrestling Podcast. Special thanks to my guest, Eric Schultz, for taking the time to sit down and chat with me. Cover art created and designed by Kristen Gill. Please feel free to rate, comment, and subscribe to this podcast. You can also check me out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat to hear more of my content. And as always, be sure to tune in to hear the next guest of the Let's Talk Wrestling Podcast. Lastly, don't forget to check out the show notes for more information about the Gear Up campaign and visit their website. Again, that website is national.beatthestreets.org slash let's talk wrestling. Take care and we will see you next time. Come on.